A few months ago, Perikatan Nasional led by Tan Sri Mahyudin Yassin almost became the government of Malaysia. There was a hung parliament. Unfortunately for Perikatan Nasional and fortunately for Pakatan Harapan, somehow the Agong chose uh, Datuk Sri Anwar Ibrahim to be the Prime Minister based on his numbers and of course the crucial the crucial piece in the jigsaw was AMNO and Barisan National joining Pakatan Harapan. So what happens to Perikatan National now? In fact, what is Perikatan National and how do we understand this ostensibly Malay-based coalition in a multiracial Malaysia? So tonight I will have a candidate for Perikatan National in the previous election. Yeah, well, I, Typically, you call MPs YB, right? Uh, he has he did not won, but he almost did. He almost did, Mr. Haris Idham. He lost by a mere one thousand five hundred plus votes. So he is as good as a YB, and I am pretty sure he will be one in the future. So he will join us. He was contesting under the Bersatu ticket, uh, ticket under the Perikatan National ticket because PN comprises Bersatu and PAS. So without further ado, I will accept his request. How are you, Wabi? Great. Hi, Rilaf. How are you, Dr. Wale? I am, I am good. I am good. Alhamdulillah <laughs> as well. Thank you so much for doing this. Okay, no problem. Yes. Let's so, do that. So I introduce you already. And uh, firstly, thank you for coming on. I think mm -hmm. it's, it's a pleasure to have you on. I think we met once before in Singapore with yes. YB1 Faisal. So the first question I have for you, and, and this may, may come from a Singaporean perspective but also i think a lot of malaysians are asking it especially non-malays right so perikatan national is an ostensibly malay-led coalition so and a lot of people say oh it's very conservative it's far right in terms of malay so can some people have even said perikatan national is racist right that's why they don't want to vote for pn so my first question for you is can perikatan national win in a multiracial country like malaysia Okay, uh, first of all, thank you, Dr. Walid, for having me on this uh, fantastic platform, Tetari with Walid. I'm very humbled uh, by the invitation to speak on this platform. Uh, thank you so much for the introduction just now. I heard it was, it was a nice introduction and good question to start off with. And thanks also for everybody who's, who's joining us and the numbers are increasing. All right. Uh, regarding Perikatan National, the perception that uh, that that we are having outside, uh, it's not really multiracial, and 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 some people are calling us racist and so on and so forth. Um, I think this is also due to the fact that um, in Perikatan National there are three main parties: uh, Bersatu, PAS, and Gerakan. And everybody knows that Bersatu and PAS are the contributors of the seats to the Perikatan National 74 seats that we have in Parliament today. And unfortunately, our peers, Gerakan, uh, couldn't manage to win a parliamentary seat recently. Therefore, our member, uh, our Ahli Dewan Rakyat are mostly, um, basically Malays. Uh, we do have uh, some, uh, we do have some MPs from Sabah Sarawak as well, but uh, mainly Malays. I think that is why the notion that Perikatan National is um, more towards Malays and it's not as multi as we would like it to be. But of course, uh, that is our shortcoming. Um, that is something that we have to work on. 
to attract uh, the the, the non-Malays to also vote for PN in the next uh, GE or or rather PRN the state elections. Ah right. So so <coughs> how how would you expect to to get non-Malays? Because the perception is Opas oh, is an Islamist party, right? They will want Hudud, they will want Sharia law. So how do how can PN overcome that? Uh, that perception or that even sometimes genuine concerns about about the malignness of the coalition. Yeah, I think I think people have to realize that every party have moved on. So past today is not like past twenty years ago, past fifteen years ago. Past today is more progressive than ever. That's why uh, they are the biggest political party in the country. Mind you, that uh, bigger than the AP, bigger than PKR, bigger than Bersatu. They uh, they currently hold forty nine seats. That means they are well received, uh, well received by the rakyat. Of course, of course, they do have their strongholds. Uh, but but a party cannot get 49 seats if 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 you are not well received by the people. Mm. So and and of course, if you see the past lineup now, it is very multi as well. They do have some progressive uh, Islamic scholars. They they have uh, intellectuals. Uh, for example, the Matribasa of Trigano is one example of that. Very professional in aeronautical industry and stuff like that. So um, what I suggest to people is they have to look at past properly and look at them in 2023 because they have turned to be more nationalists while still still fighting for Islam and stuff like that because that is their core. That's their core principle. Uh, same goes to Amno. They have their core principle. Bersatu, they have their core principle. But none of us are racist. Everybody is aware that in Malaysia, in, in Malaysia, uh, um, Malays are only 60 over percent and the rest are Chinese and Indian. Right. So right. we know that in order to be government, we cannot be racist or towards one uh, race and religion only. We have to appeal to the multi-crowd that we have in Malaysia. So PATH is exactly doing the same. Of course, there's still work to be done, but we are moving towards the right direction, I believe. Right. So YB, you are more than open to have non-Malays joining your coalition. And in fact, you welcome that. If what what uh, if I'm hearing you correctly? Yes, yes. Um, of course, Prikata National is open. Uh, we are a nationalist setup. So uh, the reason why we brought Gerakan in is to have that multi-component uh, effect. And we also have uh, party components representing Sabah Sarawak because we are not just a Malay-based party. We are a Putra party that also caters right. to Sabahan and Sarawakian as well. So yes, we do welcome uh, more non-Malays uh, into Prikatan. Okay. So just just one, one final one on this based on what you said because you said PAS is now uh, more progressive than ever, right? And one of the things that people say is that the progressives in PAS have all left and they are in Amana. They are in Pakatan Harapan. How would you respond to them? Um, true. Uh, well, well, yes. Um, uh, Amana has a splinter of PAS. But until today, Amana couldn't, uh, couldn't, couldn't take over the performance that PAS has shown. For example, Bersatu is a splinter of AMNO, but today we are neck to neck with, uh, with AMNO. Right. We have 25 seats, AMNO has 26 seats, but right. AMNO is not able to substitute PAS yet. So right. uh, yes, some, some professionals might have, might have left PAS, no doubt with that, but uh, of course there are more who join and there are more who are in the day one riot now. Like I said, there are 49 seats. And a big, a big chunk of that 49 people are professionals, I would say. Okay, thank you. One, one of the <coughs> things that I saw when it was clear that there were many younger Malays who were voting for PAS and Bersatu, and suddenly there were people on 
on the other side, not not on your side, who was saying, oh, it was a mistake to let under 18, uh, uh, the, the those 18 years old uh, Malaysians vote. And I thought, well, these people don't love democracy, right? They only like democracy when their party wins, right? When their party <laughs> is losing, then they say they don't like it. So that was that was completely unfair. And it is true, I think, Parikata National did appeal to a, a younger audience as well as older audience. I guess so in terms of demographics, age-wise, no problem. Right? It's race-wise that Parikata National really need to expand, right? Yeah. Correct. So yes, uh, rightly said, um, we, did, we did very well uh, among the younger voters. Uh, this is due to the fact that our social media campaign was really working well. Uh, our our campaign in, on TikTok was 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 one of the main reasons why we could manage to reach to a lot of youth, and this is also due to um, the TikTokers that we have in Bersatu, in Pass, and also Gratkan as well. So there was a wave that was coming through the through TikTok, through media social and stuff like that, and it was overwhelmed at one point. It was overwhelmed, and if you ask me honestly, if we, if we had another week of campaign. If the campaign was slightly more than 14 days, it was 20 days or something like that, I think we, we could have managed to get uh, seven more seats wow. to tie with PH. Oh. Yeah, because, wow. because it was really, the momentum was really building. Right, and, right. And, and, and I've spoke to some friends uh, from the other side of the political field. They were also worried and they didn't see it coming. Right. Because, of course, those who were popular on TikTok, on Instagram, on Facebook were people like Said Sadiq and so on and so forth, people who are with PH. But somehow or other, during that 14 days, we just took over the whole thing. Right. And, right. and, and the latest development is uh, under this current regime, they are, they are being very strict on, 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 on TikTok accounts that are critical towards the government. So I've heard uh, I've heard a lot of our accounts uh, have been suspended, have been disbanded yeah. due to due to how effective it was. So, yeah, so but having said that, they realize that we are conquering the social media market. Yeah, that's I I, I don't know how people can defend that. Uh, I think there are some who are trying to say uh, it again. It goes back to what I said. Yeah, you know, you you test a person's true values when they have power, right? Before before having power, you talk about democracy and freedom and all of that. The moment you have power, and then there's always some excuse, right? Oh, this is they are uh, stirring stirring the pot, whatever it is, right? But it is clear that it is targeted, uh, and I think uh, YB uh, Tansri Mahyudin also said in Parliament that uh, be careful, right? Because the people are gonna see through this. I mean, uh, yeah, I think I think you're right. Uh, so you have quite a few. On TikTok, you're quite a star as well. It seems that you have <laughs> millions of views on TikTok. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some videos made it. Some videos didn't. But that's why it was. But, but, but yeah, I think generally Malaysians, they love to see younger candidates, you know. They how how old are you, candidates. by the way, YB? How old? How old? Currently, I'm 30. But wow. when I contested, I was 29 years old wow. 11 months. That's and, amazing. And, At 30 years old, putting yourself out there. Uh, yeah. As far yeah. as Bersatu is concerned, I was the youngest parliamentary candidate uh, right. nationwide. Yeah. Right, right. Amazing. 29 years old to put yourself in the fray. Like, I mean, politics in any country is difficult, but in Malaysia, it's especially not easy, right? <laughs> yeah, right. So, <laughs> so I, I, I mean, I, a lot of respect. A lot of respect. Thank now, you. Thank so you. so uh, maybe a more difficult question, right? So right. Why, why did you lose then? Right? So you had the momentum, you had the 
PN uh, machinery behind you the uh, and you know the TikTok machinery and mm-hmm. you are also a young candidate pretty good looking as well so how <laughs> <laughs> how did you lose by by a whisker but a loss nonetheless yeah okay yes 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 um i lost by 1582 so 63000 uh, voters uh, turned out on that day and voted and that is about 79% of total voters were eligible so lost by 1005 meaning uh, it's a 2% loss it's a 2% loss but like you said right. nevertheless it's still it's still it's, a, it's still a loss so from the results that i tell you um uh, Younger, younger people really voted for Perikatan National and myself, Alhamdulillah. Mm. Uh, middle-aged, uh, middle-aged Malays especially. Um, okay, I didn't do so well. I didn't do so well um, on the people who are 50, 50 years old and above. Uh, I see. Uh, 50, 60 years old. So I struggled a bit because that is always a Barisan National hotspot, that category of people. Right. So Barisan okay. National took a big chunk of that. But um, my biggest reason is because Prigata National couldn't penetrate the non-Malay market at all. And in my constituency, I have about uh, 27% of Chinese and about 5% to 6% of Indian. So especially, especially in Chinese areas, that's, that, that is where my, uh, my, my big defeats came about because we're right. telling. So the Chinese areas where we suffered the most. And, right. and, 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 and when I win in... It, when I win polling districts, I win by 500, 700, by 1,000, by, by 800. But, but, but when my opponent won on the Chinese polling districts, uh, he won by 2,000, 1,005, 1,007. So right. the, the, the margin is bigger there. So hence why. Second reason is because um, 79% turnout is good. It's not great. It's good. Um, I would love if the turnout was more. And, mm. and when we check... Um, a lot of Malays uh, didn't turn out to vote compared to the Chinese and mm. Indians. Uh, the Chinese and Indian, uh, percentage-wise, percentage-wise, of course not numbers-wise, right, right. um, they, they, they came out more and stuff like that. And, and, and predominantly, these are Pakatan Harapan voters and my, my, my strong core are among the Malays. So when the Malays, um, when, when, when there's a large percentage of Malays who didn't, turn out on that day so i knew that these are a lot of my voters didn't come out so that's right. also one reason but 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 the main one is we have to be more attractive to the non-malays and and tell right. just a just a short one sure um i contested in balik pulau so balik pulau is in penang yeah. so penang is under pakatan harapan administration right. since 2008 and 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 when i contested parliamentary level the the state election, uh, the the don is still is still ongoing so the state government is still functioning therefore they have local councillors they have all the ketua kampung and everyone else who are still in the job and who are also helping the ph candidate because it's a government party kind of so thing. the machinery was there the machinery it's not just the chalon against the chalon right. it's also chalon against the chalon and the, the state party, right and the state as well and so the state, right. it is, yeah it is an uphill battle um And, and, and Bersatu being a new party uh, and Perikatan National, a new party in Penang, of course, our machinery is not the same as right. Pakatan Harapan and Barisan National because they have been around in the business for a very long time. Right. But nevertheless, putting everything into perspective, losing by 1,500 is something to, to be proud of. And, 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 and the, the, most importantly, we know, we know where, where it went wrong and we know what to improve on. And, and we are not far away from getting the seat. 
Right. So, so YB, let's say you are appealing to the Indians and Chinese because you didn't need uh, a lot, right? You just needed 2% maybe swing from Chinese and Indians for you to win, right? Mm -hmm. And um, let's say you were personally appealing to them. They like you, but they have an issue with pass. Mm. Can you still win in Balik Pulau? All right. Um, the, the thing is, is the, the thing is, is um, a good example is a Chinese candidate holding the Perikatan National Flag in, in other areas, for example, in Bayan Baru, just next to Balik Pulau, uh, a Chinese candidate holding the Perikatan National Flag. Mm. Even that guy didn't get Chinese support. Right, right, right. The same right. thing is, the right. support is not, it's not to the chalun. Right, it's to the right. party it's that you're holding. To the party, right. It's to the party that you're holding. So, I might be, I might be young, I might be fresh, I might not be racist, I'm progressive, right. but, 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 but I am from Perikatan National. But then, uh, a good point, because sometimes when I walk around, when I walk about during my campaign and stuff like that, when I pass to uh, Chinese traders, they'll just ask me one question, um, is past part of your coalition? Mm. I said yes. So when, when, when I said yes, I knew that there was a problem with that. Right. Because there was that specific question, is past part of your coalition? So I got that a lot in market and stuff like that. Right. So basically, you lost... Maybe because of the because of the uh, banner, right? Instead mm -hmm. of the candidate itself. So if you had contested under Pakatan Harapan, you have won for sure, right? So Correct. what what can what can you guys do to to get that to bridge that non-Malay? Because it seems like as you as you yourself said, there's no way for because the, in Malaysia the numbers are really are really quite tight, right? There's no way for a government to win without appealing to the minorities. And I think that's a good thing, right? Correct. Uh, I don't think that's a bad thing. So, uh, so what is the plan moving forward to get that, to okay. reach that 2% or 3%? Right? All right. Um, this thing is not a, it's, it's not, it's not a Chalun thing, you know, it's more, it's more of a national right. thing, if, if I may. So, right. so Perikata National have to do something with our setup. Okay. Currently, of course, we are relying on Gerakan and Bersatu. So we have an associate wing. PAS also, they have their, they want him put on penyokong PAS and stuff like that. But, but we now realize that it's not enough. Our right. setup, uh, our setup for the non-Malays is not appealing enough. So we need to, we need to think on how do we, how do we, how do we appeal more? Do we add another component party or, or, or do we, do we, do we, do we feel more uh, Indian and Chinese candidates under our banner to, to show that we are multi, we, 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 we are not racist, we give opportunities to people, that is also one, one thing. Or rather, or rather Bersatu will have to think about, do we need to stay as the Malay Boi Putra Party until today? Mm. Or do we need to open up ourselves to be more multiracial party, right. more multiracial setup right, like, right. Like, like, like PKR and Kadilan and stuff like that? So I think that is a question for Bersatu. And of course, PAS also have to think on, 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 how, on how to promote Islam, to, to, to be progressive Muslim, but not offend others and stuff like that. Right. So because of course, of course, PAS don't intend to offend others, but right. others feel offended by that. Right. So, so, so everybody have to be, everybody have to move towards the middle of it. So now I think, yeah. So I think for Bersatu, that's what we are already doing now. We are, we, are, we are looking at that. But, but just to add another, another thing, um, I lost 2005 probably due to the lack of support uh, from the Chinese community. But, but the vast majority of votes that I got 
it's probably because I am under the pregatal load. Pregatal load. Right. True. 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 Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, it, it yeah, works yeah. both ways because yeah, yeah, yeah. because because uh, for 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 example, if if a Malay used to vote for Amno or Pakatan Harapan, and now Pregatal National is in the fray, right. these are the people who came to us because true. we don't have vote base because true. this is the first time that we are contesting. We don't have vote, we don't have a, a fixed vote. We don't have right. fixed vote. So we 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 steal from people. So the reason why we managed to steal that amount of votes is because is because a lot of Malay Muslims steal that okay PH cannot 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 fight for us but right. have lost their plot so yes Perikatan National is the new thing we're gonna try them out. All right. Okay. So so is it fair to say this this is analysis that the Perikatan National vote was people still wanted the AMNO ideology but they didn't want this version of AMNO the leadership so they wanted a cleaner AMNO uh, and Perikatan national is there whereas those who voted for pakatan harapan mostly the non malays and the malays who are less conservative is it fair to say that's a analysis yes yes it is fair to say that i think i think you got it quite right because bersatu is bersatu the purpose of bersatu is to 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 be a substitute for amno so our our core our core principles are the same. We are focusing on Malay people trust. We are, we are we are focusing on Islam as well. We are focusing on uh, the royal institution and stuff like that. But we want to replace Amno as the sole right. Malay party. Right. Um, so 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 we have managed to do that. Like I said, now we are neck, we are neck to neck with Amno. Right. And and this election was an election to kill Barisan National, so they lost a lot of seats. Right. And and yes, you're right. Uh, the 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 more progressive the urban Malays. Right. The urban Malays are still with PH, because, um, probably because 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 Selangor and Penang have been under PH since 2008. And a lot of Malays who have been living in Selangor and Penang don't see any harm in choosing PH and stuff right. like that. So, so for them to move to Perigata National, it's another step forward that we have to work towards. But right. because they are they are they are used to the PH style of governing. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much. There's a question here by by Haikal. So, he he's on board with what you say, mm -hmm. uh, but he says that the past leadership is not helping your cause with the statements they make and the image they continue to project maybe maybe it's also uh not fair to generalize the whole past leadership but some within the party right so some of them have made some statements or even yesterday i saw the the march the youth march where they were wearing they were using swords and and apparently it's done every year in small thing that has been blown out of proportion but when when, when you look at it there is a certain image right that makes non malays non muslims a bit uncomfortable yeah I, actually actually it's not just past it's 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 other party that caters to a particular group as well for example yes i, I agree uh, some past leaders have said something that is not in line with 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 malaysian malaysia but yeah. not to forget uh, dap have people like ramasamy as well mm. who have said something unacceptable last week Right. About about asking the, the prime civil service to reform yeah. civil service and and asking the prime minister to reduce the participation of Malays. So this is what we call loose cannons, you know, loose cannons. <laughs> so we have loose cannons in, in 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 every party, you know, especially especially if the party is catering to one particular group because right. we want to appeal to the Chinese. See, look what I'm saying. I'm trying to do something, something. And right. PAS is also doing the same, uh, trying to prove to the Malay conservative that. 
look at me, I am I am blocking concerts, right, I'm right, right. doing all this anti-American campaign, stuff right. like that. But but like I said, um, for PAS, for DAP, for any party who is being extra here and there, everybody have to, every, now is a battle on who can who can come to the a bit more to the middle faster right. or more right. effectively while while keeping your vote base while fighting right. for whatever you believe on but but who can who can attract uh, people who used not to like you but but can can accept you now so right. yeah, that's the battle so so can can i can i just confirm in your vision of parikatan national parikatan will be moving to the center and not staying where they are or even moving further right no 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 i think i think we are we are going to move pro, pro progressively right. uh, but of course we are not going to let go of our main principles yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, yeah. but we are we are going to move progressively we're going to take into account that this country has uh multiracial and 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 malaysia is just over 60% it's not 70 80 90% that 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 we are talking about now right. so all political parties in fact have to have to be a bit more uh, middle in everything, a bit more moderate, a bit right. more acceptable, and not to offend others because everybody have a say, everybody deserves a good leisure to live in, yeah. and everybody deserves to be in a society that respects each other and stuff like that. So, right. yes, Perikatan National, as a nationalist party, of course, that is what we, we aspire to be as well. Right. It's interesting that you say that because I think we can see that uh, even Datuk Sri Anwar Ibrahim is slowly moving to the centre, is as from the other side, right? Slowly mm -hmm. moving to the centre to get to recapture the uh, the Malay vote that Pakatan Harapan doesn't have, right? So, so thank you, thank you. Uh, so, I I actually wanted to ask, but you you elaborated already. So we talked about the weaknesses of Perikatan National. What about the strengths of Pakat, uh, Perikatan? What does Perikatan Obersatu bring to the table? So let's say right tomorrow, Amnu no longer has Zahid at at the top. Right, mm -hmm. Datuk Sri Ahmad Zaid Hamidi no longer he's no longer the president of AMNO, right? So what is Bersatu's reason for existence? If AMNO is no longer Kara, oh, will Bersatu uh, rejoin AMNO everyone and become one big party? Okay, the second option is totally no. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, no, because because we are as big as AMNO, so why yeah, yeah, yeah. Not now. Not, yeah, yeah. It's not elder brother, younger brother anymore. Mm. We are, mm. we are far. All right. Um, basically, basically, uh, your question is about why people voted us right. and what are our strengths that led right. to the votes. I think, I think Malaysians, uh, Malaysian voters are very smart. Um, probably a lot of them remembered the Mohidin Yassin uh, era. Uh, he took over during the heart of COVID-19 struggle and, 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 and he managed the COVID-19 period. And that is Perikatan National Government. So besides that, we, we have nothing to show. So everybody have to look at us during, uh, during that period of time. First of all, um, the principles that we hold, uh, Dr. Walid, I think. Um, when when, when Mohirin was the Prime Minister, we had a clear stance on uh, uh, court clusters. We, we, we did not allow court cluster to hold any cabinet position minister, deputy minister, we didn't allow them to hold any GLC position. So that was what we did. Um, and, and, and of course, uh, you don't see it today. You don't see it today. You see the opposite today, yeah? Because we have a big court cluster as our deputy prime minister and yep. so on and so forth. So that's one. Second, we were very clear on our stance regarding prime minister shouldn't hold any other portfolio 
especially Ministry, Minister of Finance, because in Malaysia, this thing is very sensitive. We have gone through 1MDB, and 1MDB happened because Prime Minister had so much power. Prime Minister is also the Finance Minister, therefore 1MDB could happen because of that. So after learning through that kind of mistake, of course, we don't want to repeat it. So we had a clear start on that, so Mohidin wasn't the Finance Minister. But of course, this is another thing that we don't see it today. We don't yeah. see that today. We 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 have gone we have gone back backwards. It was their stance as well. Yes, that yes, was yes. Pakatan's and DAPs and Rafizi's stance. Mat Sabu made the same criticism, but but they reneged on it. Yeah. Exactly, exactly like what you said. And on the whole, on the whole, Doctor Walid, um, COVID nineteen um, happened and passed. And now, if we look back at everything, uh, I think I think Malaysians realize that Malaysia did well in managing COVID-19. Our vaccination rate is one of the highest in the world. And, and we, we got out from our lockdown quite fast and we opened up our borders and we opened up our economy quite fast as well. And, and all these things were, 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 were Mahudin's, uh, Mahudin's responsibility during his tenure. And of course, uh, due, due to his, due to his uh, stance on those principles that I've mentioned, that is what prompted Amno MPs to leave his government because he wasn't keen to touch on on court cases to rescue Zahid Hamidi or to give him power and stuff like that. He wasn't keen on that, and Amno yeah. MPs got restless and left the coalition, and the coalition fell. And he fell together with the coalition because he didn't want to breach any principles. So I think I think that that particular moment and those incidences that I was mentioning earlier brought us all the votes because probably because people might see that you might you guys might lose power but you guys held on to your principles and 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 this is something that we are still we are still benefiting because this so-called reform government is not really it's not it's not really progressing like what they were talking before this so so we are still holding that trump card being the most principled government at least, because of course, performance performance is very subjective. Yeah. Because it's difficult to measure performance because some people got Malaysia in this kind of era. Some people got Malaysia before that. Right. We got we got Malaysia during the peak of the pandemic. Right. So so performance is very subjective. But principle you can you can you can see by our appointments, by our by by our attitudes and decisions that we make along the way. So that is something right. that, 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 that we hold on to and our main strength, I would say. Right. So do you think that, uh, in a way, that that principle is what uh, undid uh, Perikatan because the Agong offered Tan Sri Muhyiddin to, uh, to be part of a united government and he refused, right, out of principle? Do you think that was a mistake? Um, like I said, um, being, the, being a winner in that tussle doesn't mean doesn't mean you're holding to your principle right and 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 i think Tan Sri Muhyiddin is thinking far ahead it's not just about this particular battle about me and Perikatan national being part of the government it's the right. survival of Perikatan national in the future so i think that was the consideration so of course uh, due to that principle we had to we had to defer uh, from the suggestion given but 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 like but like i said um, after few months of this Malaysia Madani government, we are still getting that momentum from Rakyat and 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 things are looking good on our side. So because, because you still feel it when when you go for I know yesterday you were in Balik Pulau, right? Or are you mm -hmm. still in Balik Pulau? Yeah. Uh, no no I'm I'm back, yeah, I'm back okay. in KL. Yeah so do you still get, feel that momentum Definitely. when when you go in the walkabouts? Definitely Dr. Walid. You know why? Because because everybody has to understand that 
Barisan uh, this election was to kick out Barisan Nasional. Barisan Nasional was rejected by the rakyat. And what Anwar Ibrahim did is to combine with Barisan Nasional that was rejected by the rakyat yeah. and empower them to give deputy prime minister posts and so on and so forth. Yeah. And 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 recently in Amno General Assembly they, they 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 did something outside the ordinary as well. And of course all this all these things doesn't boil down uh, to the rakyat because rakyat have no problem with amno they just want to see a reform amno right but 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 amno is not trying to reform in, in fact they are blocking people to contest for number one and number two so so that that is why so far we are getting all the support that we are having now and it's increasing due to the, due to the default voters because because uh, people who are supporting people who used to support barisan national now would be thinking twice because they are with ph Amno and yeah. DAP, the grassroots level, they can't mm-hmm. merge and stuff like that. So, so Perikatan National stands a very, stands a very good chance to win more of this. Yeah, I think Anwar's, uh, Dr. Sri Anwar Ibrahim's premiership didn't start off on a good footing with, with Zahid's appointment, and I think that will forever be an albatross around him, right? As in, that will forever. People will always ask him. That will forever be a blot. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I I I agree with you. So so you mentioned that and that this is a segue. I'm looking for a scoop today. Something that Malaysia Kini hasn't gotten or uh, even <laughs> all the newspapers haven't gotten. Do you have any any news to share about Kairi Jamaluddin joining Bersatu or Perikatan National? <laughs> <laughs> well, of course, of course, he's the hottest player in the transfer market. It's just that our transfer market is uh, all year round. <laughs> Because he is not part. I mean, like his case is not under the anti-hopping law because he has been sacked by his party, right? Right. And 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 he's not holding any parliamentary seat. Right. But I'm sure I'm I'm sure you know in Kerajaan Perpaduan, whoever is in Kerajaan Perpaduan, they have this persefahaman. They have this understanding that if I kick out a person, and if you want to take that person, you need to consult with me first. So this is what happened uh, in Kerajaan Perpaduan now. So KJ is. KJ is on a free free it's on the transfer market, but if PKR or Amana or anyone else uh, were to buy him, they need they need to ask to they need to ask for Amno uh, they need to ask Amno first whether or not they can, and of course Amno didn't sack him uh, for fun. Amno wants to finish <laughs> him off, so 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 it's it's impossible for KJ to join parties within. Kerajaan Perpaduan because because there is a process that is that, that, that should be followed and it's difficult to pass. So the options are very limited. Uh, the option is either either join Persatu or PAS or anyone else outside Perpaduan. But I think I have a strong feeling that KJ will be part of a big party because he is someone with high ambitions and he deserves whatever that he wants to be because he has all the all the skills. Um, he is well equipped, and he is also well experienced. He's been in several ministries. Uh, he he was very instrumental in our COVID fight, and we are proud of him. The only people who are not proud of him are Abdul Leaders. Right. So basically, you are. Uh, this is a uh, an open door invitation. Basically, anytime KJ wants to join Bersatu, you guys are happy to have him. Basically, yeah, I mean, like I'm not, I'm not the president of Bersatu <laughs> yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. 
but but however this is a very easy thing to answer because because KJ is not Mahdi Muhammad who has passed his best and stuff like that KJ is relevant today and still going to be more relevant in the future and we don't have many of this kind so you have to understand like i said everyone else uh, everyone else except amno appreciate KJ <laughs> right right so uh, so interesting you mentioned uh, tone right so What what's the sense within Bersatu now? Uh, what's the, is there a love hate relationship between Bersatu and and Tun? Because I know a lot of Malaysians that I speak to, uh, especially Malays, like even when they are angry at him, they have some form of respect, and so it's like menu fans and Ronaldo. <laughs> so it's <laughs> it's a bit like what, what is the sense? Is it, am I sensing it wrongly, or is uh, what what's the Uh, party stance, or at least your unofficial stance towards towards Tun, right? Now. Yeah, I mean, he he is not an ordinary politician, Doctor Walid. So he is not an ordinary politician. He is a statesman. He drove our country to great heights and stuff like that. I was born during his era, 1992. So, of course, we love him a lot. We we really appreciate whatever that he has done. But but everybody needs to know when to stop as well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's exactly what many fans say about Ronaldo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, I mean, like great leaders know when to stop. Uh, for example, Alex Ferguson know exactly when when he was gonna when he was gonna crumble down. Then he stopped before that, so that he's remembered by Oh my God, Ferguson was the greatest. <laughs> right, right. It's not it's not because of he's the greatest because he knows when to stop. Right, right. <laughs> So yeah, this is one thing. Uh, one thing about Tun, uh, of course, of course, he loves the country so much, and and he he thinks that he can still contribute. Therefore, yeah. he's still participating in election and stuff like that. But probably he doesn't know underlining effect. I'm um, sorry, the underlining um, response from 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 voters that we want some somebody new, we want somebody fresh, we want to we want to make our MPs younger so that more new ideas, more leaders. To be born uh, during election stuff like that. So, yeah, I think I think with Stone it's just it's just a misunderstanding or or, or rather we respect his opinion, although he 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 has left Bersatu and stuff like that. But we're not going to quarrel with him because because he's Stone Mahathir. Right. So there's no point quarreling with Stone Mahathir. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. And I I I also feel uh, you said that uh, a leader should know when to step aside, but. But that's not him, right? He's a, he's a fighter, right? Like he, I feel yeah. like this is the most appropriate way for him to go out, like to lose an election, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, losing is fine. <laughs> I, I think, I think he will be okay to lose, like how I lost thousand <laughs> five. But, but, but to lose the right, right. in your in your in your Langkawi seat is right. Something but, that he doesn't. He, that he doesn't he sure, I, I think he didn't anticipate that, but I think that's also a reflection of Malaysian voters and the maturity. I think, right? Mm. The fact that I mean, you look at Nurul Iza, even KJ himself, like Tun Mahadir. Uh, I mean, Zahid Hamidi almost lost. Anwar didn't yeah. get a majority. He got a plurality, right? So, yeah, Malaysian voters are not afraid to vote against big names, right? Mm. And I think that's. That's testament to like in Malaysia, you really have to earn your vote. Like you cannot just run on your reputation. Right, that's true. Uh, we we saw we saw some big losses. Right. Um, that is on their side. On our side, also we lost a lot of big timers. People like 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 you said, Faisal Azumu. Right, right, right. Like Azmin right. Ali. Yes, Azmin. People yeah. like 
yeah, a few other people who lost their seat. Well, if you ask me, it's a zonal matter. It, it's a zone matter because people like Nurul Izzah, Riza American, and all these people, Mahade, Mukris, they they are fighting in 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 Perikatan stronghold. Right, you know, right. Kedah, Northern right. Penang, Kedah and Northern Penang, we are very strong there. So no matter no matter who right. PH put, it's not going to be easy. So for example, people like Azmin Ali, it's not that he's not good. It's not that he's not capable. He's the senior minister, but he is he is right at the PH. Right. Strong strong right, wave, right. whatever you call it. Right. So 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 even he could lose a seat. So yeah. What it means here is Malaysians still care about the party that you contest under. Right. So Malaysians still have that as main consideration rather than the candidate. Right. Okay. Thank you. So final substantive question, right? Before I have a fun question, hopefully for you. So yeah. The 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 final substantive question. So, is there a possibility of Sheraton number two? Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Shamodin <laughs> said from the start, no Anwar, no DEP, and I think KJ recently posted the rebels and then the picture of uh, Ismail Sabri and Hishamudin, right, and himself. <laughs> so I don't know whether he he captioned that with their permission, but uh, is there a possibility if ten those ten uh, people sign statutory declarations and pledge their support to Tan Sri Muhyiddin. Is there? Are you guys even thinking about it? Is that planning or? Uh, we have no efforts towards that, so we are not working towards toppling the government. So this has to be made clear. Let's say if the government collapses, we are ready to take over, but mm. but we are not working to ruin this government because we respect the mandate given by the rakyat, we respect the popular votes that they got. We're not going to purposely uh, sing this government. But if they have internal issues and if, and, and if, if the government topples for whatever reason, then we are more than ready to come in as a government because we have all, all the experience and we have been there before and stuff like that. But, but if you ask me whether or not we are plotting a move, of absolutely not. Okay. Thank you so much. That, that was extremely clear. Mm. So... Uh, YB, my final question to you because I said 45 minutes. Thank you. It's been really enjoyable. So, by the way, the video will be uploaded on YouTube later so your your followers can subscribe to my channel as well. So, my final uh, question is, who is your, in the spirit of reconciliation, right, uh, who is your favourite Amno or Barisan member of parliament other than KJ? KJ is not, not, not an MP anymore so you cannot use him. So, who is your favourite current Current Amno BN MP. Oh, Barisa, la. yeah. So it, it has to be an MP, lah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. Uh, and why? Uh, I would go for Johari Gani. Okay. The Titi Wangsa right. MP yeah. for Titi Wangsa. Yeah. Because um, besides besides a good working rakyat in that kawasan, he's also very sound economically very sound uh, in finance. Uh, he knows what he's talking about. His debates on economic and finance is very uh, good and at, at high level. And I think, I think, I think he would be my pick uh, from, okay. from, from, from BN. But, 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 but even, even he is not in Zahid's camp. If you yes, ask correct. choose from Zahid's camp, I have <laughs> <laughs> Right, he's one of the rebels also, right? Yeah, he was one of the rebel. Right, in right. Fact, yeah. In fact, in fact, when when during Amno AGM, when when they were voting 
for right. whether or not you agree President, Deputy President uh, should not be contested. He right. didn't vote for. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And he was so on he... the stage. Right. Yeah, so, yeah. So, so besides, besides being good, I also love uh, how principal he is. Right. What about Ismail Sabri? So he has a pretty good reputation amongst uh, Malaysians in general also. Right? I think, and I think if Amno had done the, the move, if they had gotten rid of Zahid, probably Amno would have. And he was a leader. Probably they would have gotten more joy. What, what, what do you think about that? Yeah. Um, exactly. Because, because uh, Zahid is... Is someone with a lot of of court cases, uh, criminal charges and stuff like that. So Ismail Sabri is a cleaner person right. and stuff like that. And and I think when he when 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 he was the prime minister, he did he did he did he did well. Right, he did all right. Yeah, he did all right. And and, yeah. and not to forget, uh, he was he was a senior minister in charge of COVID nineteen when Muhyiddin was the prime minister. So right. so right. we cannot discount his efforts and how effective he was, uh, giving uh, daily presses and stuff like that. Um, yes, I agree with you. Um, if 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 Ismail Sabri was the president of Amno um, during the last GE, they would have done better. But of course, um, Zahid Hamidi needs that position to save himself from 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 right. the courts. Uh, right. You need to have power, and you need to be part of the government. So he got what he wanted. Somebody have to throw. Uh, somebody have to be thrown under the bus, and Ismail is the one. Oh. In fact, uh, in fact, in uh, during the recent Amno AGM, uh, one of the reasons why uh, Barisan lost badly is because of the poster boy as, as well. So the prime minister was the poster boy, right. so they were also putting the blame on him. Right. So so they are saying that oh people would uh, didn't vote for Barisan National because right. because you were the poster right, boy, right. Right. you were the prime minister, you led the party to GE. Mm, so yeah, they are trying to shift the blame as well. Right, 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 right. So, sorry, uh, there is a question here by OD. Where do you see yourself in the next PRU? Still Balik Pulau? Or who knows, by that time you'll be a minister in the cabinet already. <laughs> next election is four years down the road. I will be 34, 35. Um, hopefully, I get the chance to contest Balik Pulau again or any parliamentary seat for that matter. But I've been doing a lot of work in Balik Pulau. So hopefully if we can find the 2%, if we can maintain whatever votes that we have, and if we can find 2% or 1,582 votes, then, <laughs> then I'll be in parliament. <laughs> whether, or not, whether or not part of the executive depends on how Perikatan does. But yeah, hopefully in parliament and part of the executive. Thank you so much. Then uh, would a state election be, uh, be <clears throat> on yeah. the cuts for you? Well, yes. So Balik Pulau is in Penang. So Penang is, is one of the one of the six states that have to do it before June, July. Yeah. So, well, yeah. Well, well, I'm in the state. Yeah, have to like like we have to go through the election. So, if the party if the party choose me as a candidate in one of the three doors that I have under my under the parliamentary seat, I contested. Then, then I will obey. Then I will right. take the responsibility to contest. But yeah, as a party man. As a party man, that is the answer that you hear from everybody, right? So, <laughs> so cannot say more than that. Uh, whether or not I'm prepared, yes. Um, but I have to, I have to top up my piggy bank because a lot has been used. <laughs> right, right. Okay. So a lot of sacrifices. Yeah. Uh, when when you put your your name in the hat. Yeah. Thank you so much, YB. I really wish all the best for you. Thank and I really you. hope you know when. When your generation takes over Singapore and Malaysia, we'll have a 
less antagonistic relationship. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. As it uh, generally, our relations are fine as well. It's always there's yeah. always a lot of posturing from politicians sometimes, right? Especially no when more. it comes to the Malaysian elections, there's a lot of posturing. <laughs> yeah, it's better not, not to take sides. <laughs> <laughs> But thank you, It has been an absolute pleasure. I wish you all the best. I hope you win the next time you contest, whether it's in the state uh, or yeah. parliamentary seat. I really hope you and win. Thank yeah. you so much for having me on Tetarik with Walid. No, so it's a I pleasure. you will yeah. have a big gun joining oh, you no, on this panel. Oh, no, no, I haven't revealed, I haven't revealed yet, but yeah, so I'm don't say anything. I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> but yes, there will be a big name that will be coming, God willing. Inshallah, yes. Yeah, so I'm happy to be a small gun here. No, no, no. You are the future. You are the future. Thank you so Inshallah. much, Shoaibi. Okay, yes, take yes. care. Bye-bye. Thank, Bye. thank you so much. Bye. Good night. Bye. Bye.